hey, uh, it's like real Erica here. Like the, the real human, not the person that tells the stories. I'm just here to let you know that that's exactly what these are. These are stories. None of this is meant to be taken as a fact. It's all for fun. It's all for entertainment. It's not meant to hurt anybody. It's all alleged. We're just here for the ride. Let's go. Our universe is rife with mystery, creatures and conspiracies, legends and lore. It's up to you to separate fiction from fact, to devise your own reality. Is time an illusion? Are we living in a simulation? Or are we just a bitch in the matrix? What's up? Hello. How's it going? Oh, you know, it's going. Yeah. I'm so itchy. Yeah, it's that time of year. There's lots of bugs around. Bugs. And the bugs love me. They really do. They love us. They for do. Real. They, I, we I can't even just like year. sit outside, if, if fully clothed in like pants and everything. Yeah. And still. Just covered. Covered in bug bites. I, yeah, especially my legs, man. My legs. Yeah, I, I frequently wear I wear shorts more often. I feel like, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but like, yeah, my legs are, and like I I counted today. So like, I had zero bug bites uh-huh. because I hadn't been outside. Yeah. Um, and then I went outside for f- like you know a few hours yesterday. Yeah. And I counted like fifteen bug bites on yeah. my legs. This reminds me of um the first time I ever came to Texas was um when I was probably like twenty three or something mm-hmm. and um i remember counting when i like came back how many bug bites i had and i had um 30 bug bites yeah it's a lot They're, the bugs are real vicious here but i was uh, I, I posted on twitter today because like i was outside and i was like you know having a moment with the world mm-hmm. um and like one thing i really do like mm-hmm. and in fact i would argue i would say that i love about living in texas mm-hmm. um is that we get fireflies here yeah and that is pretty I, cool. You know, you you know, we grew up in a place that just doesn't have fireflies. Yeah, I remember the first time I saw fireflies because I was nine. Yeah, and it was in West Virginia. I was the first time I remember seeing fireflies. I was older than that for sure. I like, yeah, I'd been to West Virginia, so I definitely had seen fireflies before. Yeah, probably, but like I was a baby. Yeah, you were. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you would. If have been you like were nine, three so yeah, for I would that have been like trip. Three, yeah, yeah, and I, and I, don't, I feel like I remember like little bits and pieces of that. Yeah, I don't really. I don't remember going back after then. Me neither. Um. Um. Yeah. But yeah, fireflies. The, the bugs are really. You would not believe your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it, you I tr- bitch. I think that that's, that, that's actually the reason. Because I feel like before that song, I bounced back and forth between Fireflies and Lightning Bug. Mm-hmm. Um, but because that song is such a like prevalent thing in my brain. You're right. Um, they're Fireflies now. Fireflies, yeah. yeah. Plus, you know, the uh, sp- sp- space drama with Nathan Fillion. Yeah, that's true. You know. I, I feel like that's a show that I definitely... Should have watched. I have not watched it all the way through, and I feel like I oh, should yeah. have. Yeah. Yeah. I've tried to. Uh, but, like, it seems, like, right on the, like, the... It, like, it seems, like, right it on seems like alley. something I would love. Especially, like, uh, the high school version of myself. Mm-hmm. Fucking... Totally. I would have loved that shit. Are we here to talk about Firefly today? No. Oh. Um, I, I'm so curious. I have a story. It's going to be in, like, a kind of a unique storytelling in the way that I'm not just going to give you bullet point facts. Okay. Um, the 
when you search this like legend, this mm-hmm. urban legend, it's a Japanese ur- urban legend. Mm-hmm. Um, you will get, you will probably get some variation of this story. Um, I've gotten, I've seen a couple different versions of this exact story where it's like sometimes it's in third person, sometimes it's in first person, sometimes the main character is like eight, sometimes they're a junior in high school. Mm. Um, so I took like three tellings of this story and I squished them together. Oh, okay. Um, into one. Oh, all right. um, so like you'll note that I like. I kind of middled out the age. Mm-hmm. So I like I took the extreme like the extreme youngest and the stre- extreme oldest that I could find and I made them in the middle. Okay. Because like there's not a lot of like these are the facts about this thing. Okay. Um it's mostly just this story and it's also in first person and that's how I'm going to tell it to you. So okay. I'm going to tell it to you like it's an experience that happened to me. Okay. Like I said, it's a Japanese urban legend. Mm. Um the I'm going to attempt to pronounce it as it's meant to be pronounced, mm-hmm. it's the Hachi Sakusama mm-hmm. or Hachi Shakusama. Mm-hmm. Hard to say. Uh, which one's which? Because I do not speak Japanese. Right. But either way, that loosely translates to the eight foot tall woman. Ooh, 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 ooh. So. All right. Here we go. I'm just going to, I'm just going to tell a story. Cool. We'll see how that goes. My father's parents lived in Japan, and every summer, my parents would take me there to visit them. They lived in a small village surrounded by farmland. I often stayed with my grandparents during my summer vacation and winter breaks from school, and they were always happy to have me. The last time I visited them, though, was over 10 years ago now, when I was still in my first year of high school. It was my spring break, and I had been invited to visit them. One day, I was out in the backyard while my grandparents were inside, and I stretched out for a moment on the grass uh, in a warm, sunny spot, staring up at the clouds. And then I heard something strange. Puh. 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 It wasn't a mechanical noise. It sounded strange, but human. Like someone was making the noise themselves in a deep, masculine voice. I looked around to see where the noise was coming from and I saw a white hat peeking over the top of the hedge. The hat moved along to a break in the hedge when I could see that it was being worn by a woman in a white dress. She had to be tall, though. The hedge was over two meters high, which is six feet. Mm -hmm. As she came to the gap in the hedge, I could see her face peering through. Before I could really think about this much, the woman was gone, seemingly disappeared. The strange sound was gone, too. At the time, I just guessed that the person's apparent height had been due to either wearing tall platform shoes or maybe they were on stilts. Odd, but that was all. A little later, while having tea with Grandma and Grandpa, I mentioned the strange person I had seen. uh, And as an afterthought, I also mentioned the strange noise. My grandparents panicked. My grandpa suddenly showered me with questions. When did you see this? How much taller than the fence did they look at you? I answered as quickly as I could, um, and then he rushed to the phone in the hallway, shutting the sliding glass, or shutting the sliding door so I couldn't hear the call. The room was suddenly very quiet. Grandma smiled a little, but was trembling for some reason. Grandpa came back soon and told me I would be staying overnight with them. 
I had to admit that I didn't understand what the fuss was about and asked what was so bad about the strange woman. Grandma, uh, Grandpa said, Grandma can tell you, and then looked at her and said that he was going to pick up someone named Kason, and then left. In a clearly shaky voice, Grandma said, it seems the Hachisaku-sama has become interested in you. But we shouldn't worry, Grandpa's making arrangements. Grandma then told me, a little at a time, that the eight-foot-tall lady was not a person. She was some sort of monster, monster named Hachisaku-sama because of her height. Shaku, which is the Japanese foot. Hachi, eight. Sama, person. So, eight-foot-tall person. Or eight-foot person, rather. Um, her appearance could change somewhat, sometimes young, sometimes old, but she would always be abnormally tall and she would always make the same sound. Once the eight-foot-tall woman took interest in a person, they were hunted to the death in just a few days. The last known victim of her had been 15 years ago. I learned later that the eight-foot-tall woman was supposed to be trapped in a shrine in, near the village, having been sealed by four statues of Jizo. Jizo? J-I-Z-O. How would you pronounce that? Jizo? <laughs> okay, uh, um, yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. All right. That sounds close enough to me. All right. Either way, it's a protect protective deity of the children, each place to the north, south, east, and west of the structure. At the time, I couldn't quite believe what I was being told, of course, but then Grandpa returned with a very old lady who introduced herself as Kason. She handed me a small paper charm and told me to hold on to it. Then she and Grandpa went upstairs. While they went upstairs, I tried to excuse myself to use the bathroom, but Grandma wouldn't let me go alone. She insisted on keeping the door open and an eye on me as I was using the facilities. This is when I started to really understand how serious my grandparents felt about the situation. I was soon led upstairs to a bedroom. The single window in the room had been covered with newspaper, on which a charm like the one I was holding had been affixed. In each corner was a small pile of sacred salt. Morisho? Mor I'm not even... I'm not going to pretend. I know how to pronounce that word. <laughs> and they also set up a small wooden box with the statue of Buddha on it. Kason sat me down on the bed and said, Soon the sun will be setting, so you need to listen carefully. You must stay in this room until tomorrow morning. You must not come out under any circumstances until 7 o'clock tomorrow morning. Your grandmother and your grandfather will not speak to you or call you until then. Remember, do not leave this room for any reason until then. I will let your parents know what is going on. She spoke in such a grave tone that all I could do was quietly nod my head. Kason told me to keep the charm on me and to pray to the Buddha if I got scared. I had a bed and a TV in the room. Grandma left me some snacks. As grandmas do. Classic grandma. Classic grandma. Um, I tried to watch some TV, but couldn't pay attention. I wasn't hungry either. So I just lay on the bed wrapped in the sheets and eventually fell asleep because the next thing I remember was waking up to a late night show on the TV. My watch said it was around 1 a.m. and I heard something tapping on the glass of the window. I tried to ignore it, but it was very persistent. I had some tea, I had a snack. I turned up the TV to drown, up the, to drown out the tapping. Then I heard grandpa call from down the hall. Are you all right? It's okay to come out if you're too scared. 
I started for the door automatically, but stopped myself as I remember how insistent Grandpa had been that they wouldn't talk to me until, until seven. Again, I heard him. It's okay. Come here. I wanted it to be my grandpa's voice, but somehow it wasn't. I suddenly had goosebumps all over me, and then I noticed that the salt in the corner, or I, then I noticed the salt in the corners. It was becoming darker. I dropped in front of the Buddha, clasping the charm in both hands and started praying for help. Puh. 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 The tapping on the window started again, louder than before, more insistent. Then a definite hand slapped against the window, despite the fact that I was on the second floor. I did the only thing I could. I kept praying to the Buddha. It was a long night. I don't really remember much other than praying until I heard the news on the TV. I looked over and the morning clock on the news screen showed that it was 7.13 a.m. The tapping had stopped. The voice was gone. The salt in the corners was almost black. I gingerly opened the door and Grandma and Kason, both looking very worried, were there. Grandma was in tears, but told me that things were gonna be okay. Downstairs, I found my father waiting. Grandpa came in from outside, and we needed to go. <laughs> now. Outside, I found that there were a number of men standing near a van. Yikes. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. My grandpa's car was in front of the van. My father's car was in, the, was in the back. I was seated in the middle of the van with eight of the men sitting around me. One on each side, three in the front, three in the back. One more man took the driver's seat and Kason took the passenger side in the front. I was told to keep my eyes closed and my face pointing down. You are the only one that can see her. Do not look at her. Our convoy started off slowly at first. I don't think we even traveled 20 kilometers before Kason warned us that things were about to get hard. Then she started to chant phrases that sounded, that sounded Buddhist. And then I heard the sound again. Puh, puh, puh. I clutched the charm in my chest and kept my head down, but couldn't resist a peek at the window. Mistake. I could see a white dress fluttering in the breeze. It appeared stationary to the car's window, even though we were moving very fast at this point. The figure moved as if to lower its head to the window, and I gasped. The man next to me shouted, close your eyes, which I did, and tightly, and tightened the grip on my piece of parchment. Though no one else could see the eight-foot-tall lady, they heard what happened next. The tapping. I don't know how, but the tapping started on every window of the van all at the same time. I don't know how long it lasted, but over time it faded. Kason had stopped chanting by this time as well and eventually said that she felt we were safe. So all the cars pulled over. My father and grandpa thanked all the men who had assisted. Um, as it turns out, all of them were related to me. Grandpa and Kason had hoped to confuse the eight foot tall lady by surrounding me with people from the same bloodline. I had to stay overnight while Grandpa was gathering my... Ooh. I don't know why, but this word uh, makes me feel uncomfortable. Um, I had to stay overnight while my Grandpa was gathering my kinsmen. Hmm. I don't know why that, that makes me feel weird. Yeah. I don't... I really don't. But it feels weird to me. Yeah. 
and it was deemed safer to try and escape during the day than the night, which, yeah. <laughs> yeah, nighttime is where the monsters live. That's true. Kason asked me to show, show her the charm, which I had forgotten I was still holding. It had turned almost entirely black. Kason commented, quote, it should be all right now, but just in case. And with that, she handed me a new charm to hold on to until I got home. After that, we drove straight to the airport and grandpa saw us safely onto the plane. During the journey home, he told, uh, my father told me that one of his friends when he was young had been taken by the eight foot tall woman. My father told me that there had been others who she had taken a liking to and survived. They all had to leave Japan though and settle down in foreign countries. They were never able to go back. In talking to my grandpa over the phone, I confirmed that it wasn't his voice that I heard in the room that night. Uh, the eight foot tall woman tends women, plural. <laughs> Yikes. There's a bunch of them. <laughs> There's a few. The eight foot tall woman targets teens and children's. So if the monster speaks with a familiar relative's voice, the victim would normally come to it willingly. Mm -hmm. um, I'd almost for forgotten all of this after 10 years. Two years ago, my grandpa died. He was very sick, but he wouldn't allow me to visit, and he left strict instructions in his will that I wasn't to attend his funeral. Grandma called me to tell me that one of the statues that had sealed the Fatal woman in the shrine uh, into the shrine looked as if it had been broken by someone. The statue that was broken lined up with the road leading to our house. She had also called to tell me that she had been diagnosed with cancer. She missed me terribly and wanted and wanted to see me one last time before she left this plane. Are you sure, Grandma? Is it safe? I asked. It's been 10 years. All that happened a long time ago. It's all forgotten. You're all grown up now. I'm sure there won't be a problem. But... But what about the Hachishaku-sama? Hachi For a moment, there was silence on the other end. Then... A deep, masculine voice came through. Pull. Mm -mm. Pull. Pull. Nope. That ain't your grandma. That ain't your grandma, baby boy. Oh, my God. So that's the tale of the eight-foot-tall woman. Um, um, that's creepy. It's creepy as hell. That's very creepy. That's kind of a, an, an amalgamation of a bunch of different stories put together. So okay. I hope that that was okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, that was interesting. Um, I do have I do have one hole to poke in. Go ahead. The whole thing. Um, so she's the eight foot tall woman. Mm -hmm. That's like in the name. It's like it's like eight mm -hmm. is like part of the name. Mm -hmm. Um, but there was a point in the story where it was like two meters high. Yeah, the hedges are at least two meters high. Uh huh. Uh, meters and feet. Do they use imperial or metric in Japan? Well, this person doesn't live in Japan. Oh, okay. This person lives in another country and flies to visit their grandparents in Japan. Interesting. Okay. So you're saying they use Imperial Poss in Japan and metric wherever this person is coming from. Possibly. Or that the person who was telling the story just translated their uh, system into the other one so that everybody could experience it all at once. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it was just like, it just threw threw me for a loop there for a second. Um, do you have any like history on this 
urban legend? Not really. There's it's not there's not a lot mm-hmm. on it outside of just like this. Um, I did have a little bit of like background on like the original story post. Mm-hmm. Um, it was posted on August twenty sixth, two thousand eight. Oh. Uh, it I, all the only thing that I could find about like the original story posting was like on August 26, 2008, a strange story was posted to a Japanese website by a user going by <sighs> capital V, capital F, lowercase t, capital Y, lowercase j, lowercase t, capital R, lowercase n, zero. Mm-hmm. 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 Got it. Describing so. a series of bizarre events that allegedly allegedly happened to them sometime around the year 1998. Huh. Um. Okay. And, like, even, like, looking at, like, the fucking Wikipedia page for, like, the eight-foot-tall lady. Mm-hmm. She's frequently just called, like, eight-foot-tall. Mm-hmm. Um, despite the fact that, like, her name literally trans to eight-foot person, so... Right. Um, it's it's all just like about like this story, mm-hmm. and like this is what comes up when you search. Okay, the eight foot tall lady. So I don't really have that. Makes it just seem like it's like it is this story, and yeah. some other people have like written their own kind of versions yeah. based on it. Yeah, or it's been translated by a bunch of different people, and yeah. people translate things differently. Because also, like in. I I took out there's some uh stuff in like the original like the 2008 like translated post uh-huh. that like seems incredibly problematic now. Mm. I'm pretty sure the word transvestite was used. Okay. Which, yeah. So I'm just like, well that doesn't need to yeah, be said. That happens. It does happen. It was 2008, I guess. Yeah. Um so it's weird. Mhm. Um, and I just thought it was, like, I just thought it was creepy as hell. Yeah, it's interesting and creepy. And, like, yeah, like, I don't know if I necessarily, because, like, yeah, there's not a lot of history and, like, Mm -hmm. a lot of different people's experience. It's a lot of, like, the same experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just thought it was creepy. Yeah. And, I, you know. That's fun sometimes. We're here to to get creeped out. We're here for some creepy stories. And also, it is an urban legend. Yeah. Apparently. And it's, like, a, this creature that, mm-hmm. ele- that apparently t- takes children. It's she's a uh, really commonly uh, compared to like a bell dam. Mm, I don't. Uh, oh, you haven't seen Coraline. Never mind. Nope. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, that's like uh, the the type of monster that's in in Coraline. It's a bell dam where it's just like it's this woman who lures lures in children to to eat them, to kill them, to steal their soul. Like a witch. Kind of like a witch. Like the Hansel and Gretel witch. Yeah. Although the Gretel and Hansel witch, Mm. I think that, I think that she could have been cool. She, she, I think that she could, she she just, she just didn't have, she didn't have chill. Yeah, she did need to chill. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Like, she she, she was close. She, she was getting there. She was honestly, like, yeah, like... She was just kind of a... Most of the movie, I'm like, I'm, I'm, on, I'm on her side here. Yeah, she was just kind of a weirdo. Yikes. But, like, that's fine. Yeah. yeah. But then it got a little too, like, yeah, do we have to eat these kids? Do we have to kill my brother? Yeah. Spoiler. Spoiler for that. Yeah. Sorry. Great movie, though. It was a good movie. 
got a <laughs> what's her name? Sophia Lillis, I believe is her name. That's mm. I don't think that's her name, but I think that is somebody's name. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. I don't remember her name. Yeah, she's also an it. And and uh, I'm not okay with this. Yeah. She's blasting off. She is blasting off. Good for her. Good for her. She's an incredible actress, so that makes sense. Yeah. She's good at what she does. Um, dang. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. It's weird out there. There's creep, creepy, creepy There's creatures. Creepy crawlies. Creepy crawlies. Yeah. Spooky, scary skeletons. Yeah. And it shivers down your spine. <laughs> something, something, something about bones. And steal your soul tonight. I don't know the lyrics of that song. Yeah. yeah. That seems close, right? <laughs> something, something, something about bones. Pretty sure that's <laughs> correct. Yes. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's, you know what? Good enough. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Is that the ending? Wait, do you... um? Hi. Do your social media stuff at the end of oh, this one? Oh, right. Right, right, right. I can't just leave. You don't have a bumper for the end. I don't have a bumper. Otherwise, you could just do that. Otherwise, I could just leave any... But yeah, uh, hello. We're back. Hi. Uh, still here. Still here. Uh, it's like we never left. It's like we never left. Because we didn't leave. No. Uh, we have... Listen. Please talk to me. <laughs> Please interact. Please talk to me because, like, you know, there's only so many ghouls and creepy creatures and like weird ass things that I know about and I want to know what you, what you know about tell, me, tell me about some creepy stuff because it might be stuff that I don't know about and then I'll do some research and I'll spiral down a rabbit hole about something and maybe and that seems fun right? Y- listen I, I love a good spiral sure I love a good spiral I love Saw uh, yeah. that's, that's what the newest movie is going to be called Spiral Spiral I th- I'm pretty sure it's got. I like a, Spyro. I like Spyro too. I think it's got a shit. What's his name? The Shia LaBeouf. No, Spyro LaBeouf. No. <laughs> I think it's. I think it's Chris Rock. Oh, actually, interesting. Yeah. Huh. Um, and I think he plays like a detective. Okay. I'm. I'm intrigued. But anyway, talk to me. We got some social social meds. Social meds. We got Instagram. Mm-hmm. That's bitch in the dot matrix. Mm-hmm. We got Twitter, bitch matrix. I'll let you know when it's not funny. <laughs> no, no, no. I'll let you know. No, no. <laughs> don't don't worry about it. Don't. Let- you don't need to ask. Yes, it is still funny, and I will <laughs> let you know when it's not. I will let you know. Shut the fuck up. All right. We got an email address. It's a Gmail one. Mm-hmm. It's itch in the matrix because. Google is a family show, just uh, like this show. Right. This is a family show. This is a family show? Yeah, listen with your children. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a cat Instagram also. We do. We Blood got a, histers. We got a couple cat Instagrams. We got blood histers. We got scissors, scissors the, the cat. cat. Listen, I got. we got cats. Cats are cool, and man. And cats are cute. Cats are cute. We got two indoor. We got one outdoor. We're trying to get her indoor more because there's been some crazy ass storms. There have been. Here. But she's, she's like fine to live with it. Dude, just live. Like, scissors, just come I wish inside. you could understand that, like, we. Once you're in here, it's chill and you know it. We'll, like, you know, we'll let you inside when the weather's bad. And then when the weather's good again, we'll just let you back outside. 
It's fine. You don't have to make a big deal out of it. We also have a Facebook, technically. Yeah, I wasn't going to ask, though, because it seems like a touchy subject. (laughs) (laughs) I just listen. It's a lot. For yeah. me to to deal with. No, I understand. I have way too many social media accounts. I can't keep up with all of them. Yeah. Yeah, and they're all like personal ones too, which is bananas. Me? Yeah, because you have like, you've mm-hmm. compartmentalized your like, uh, your interests. Painting and writing. Yeah, and I thought about making it, a separate Instagram for like poll stuff. I'm really like feeling like I should have kept it all as one, but it's too late now. You it's can't too combine. Late. Yeah, um, Instagram accounts at this point. No. Yeah, I did. When I first started doing post stuff, I was like, maybe I should make a, like, one that, like, I don't have, like, because it's, like, connected to my Facebook. So it's, like, I post that shit to my Facebook. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, I got grandparents on my Facebook. Oh, I just, like, mark when I, like, you can, like, turn it off or on. Yeah, for- but also I am always going to post it to everything because, like, what if, like, one social media platform dies like Vine did? Mm-hmm. Um, and gets killed and then I have no record of that at all where mm-hmm. it's like if it's on both and like Instagram goes under for whatever fucking reason mm-hmm. I still have like a, a record of those posts sure yeah because you know whatever but also yeah like I don't give a shit anymore and yeah. also it seems like my grandparents either don't interact or uh, more likely don't use their Facebook yeah I don't think they really do very much they like update their profile picture like once a year I wonder dad has me muted on Facebook because I know that he really doesn't have any interest in like seeing poll stuff from me maybe I feel like there's a ton of people who I don't have muted but I just like never see their stuff because I just don't interact with their stuff right um like I just like recently like remembered somebody and was like oh yeah whatever happened to them I'm like we're Facebook friends and they have recent updates and I just haven't seen any of it the Facebook algorithm is just like what do you think? And be doing that. I mean, even Instagram too be doing that. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Well, dang. Yeah. Well, that was a f- was all of that was that all of them? I think that's enough of them. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I think that's quite enough social media for one. I don't even know what planet I'm on anymore. That's true. That's fair. Me neither. Ugh. Should we get out of here? Yeah, I think I gotta go. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh. Anyway. Bye. Have good dreams tonight. Yeah, you too. I I love you. Good night. Bye.